Today in the newscast, with a new Israeli government set to be sworn in, are Israel's enemies lining up to test it? Get my take coming up. Hey folks, Eric Steckelbeck here. Welcome to the Watchman Newscast. We've got a lot to get into today before we head into the weekend. Of course, an update on the political situation in Israel. Plus, are Israel's enemies, led by the Iranian regime, lining up right now to test this new Israeli government? We'll get into all of that in a minute. Before I do, two quick announcements. This coming Monday, June 7th, the one and only Jonathan Kahn will be here with me on the Watchman Newscast for an exclusive interview. Now, Jonathan, of course, is the author of the mega best-selling books, The Harbinger and The Harbinger Part 2. He will be here with me on the newscast on Monday. You will not want to miss that. That's June 7th. Also, I will be on the road next week at a location I think you will be very happy about. We'll have some on-the-ground reports from an undisclosed location right here on the Watchman Newscast every day from Tuesday, let's see, Tuesday, June 8th, until the following Tuesday, June 15th, we'll be bringing you on-the-ground reports from, let's just say, a very exciting location for Watchman viewers. You won't want to miss that. That's all next week. Jonathan Kahn on Monday, then from Tuesday the 8th until Tuesday the 15th, on-the-ground breaking reports from a very, very important location. Can you guess where it is? I'd like to see in the comments what your take is. Okay, let's get into the political situation in Israel right now. Here's the latest. Here's what we have. Of course, on Wednesday, June 2nd, just before that midnight deadline, opposition leader Yair Lapid, he's the leader of the Yesh Atid party. They are a center-left party politically. Lapid said, hey, we've got a government, we've got a coalition together, and we will be able to form Israel's next government. Now, their deadline to be sworn in as the new Israeli government is Monday, June 14th. So we've got 10 days right now. That's an eternity in Israeli politics. A lot could happen during those 10 days. But this far-flung coalition of right-wing, left-wing, centrist, and even an Arab-Islamist party, eight parties in all, that is a very far-flung coalition to say the least, they've got 10 days to solidify their merger and their partnership and be sworn in as the new Israeli government. Now, this Sunday, June 6th, the heads of all eight of the parties that are in this coalition will be meeting, I guess, to iron out any differences. And there are a lot of differences, folks. Think about it. Across the ideological spectrum, again, from the right to the far left, and for the first time in Israel's history, an Arab-Islamist anti-Zionist party with ties to the Muslim Brotherhood will actually be part of this new government. So it really covers the entire gamut of the Israeli political landscape. But they will be meeting Sunday night. We'll see what comes out of that. There's still some wrangling, I think, over the various appointments in a new government, cabinet positions, especially in the area of Israel's judiciary. There's been some back and forth between the various coalition members. At the end of the day, folks, this coalition, they're calling themselves the Change Coalition, but you could really call it the Anyone But BB Coalition. These are people who are fiercely against Israel's current Prime Minister, Benjamin Netanyahu. Some of the coalition heads once worked with Bibi, had a falling out with them. 
they went and formed new parties, and now they've all merged in an attempt to push the prime minister out of office. Now, Benjamin Netanyahu obviously is Israel's longest-serving prime minister. Twelve consecutive years he was sworn in in February 2009. And before that, people tend to forget his first run as prime minister was between 1996 and 1999. So overall, Benjamin Netanyahu has served 15 years as the leader of the state of Israel that may be about to change. Again, this coalition, they're saying all the right things. They're saying, we're going to be okay. We're going to get sworn in. What could stop that? Well, in these meetings that they will be having over the next few days, and by the way, they want to get sworn in as soon as possible in order to put a halt to any potential unraveling of the coalition. Again, folks, this is a shaky coalition, to say the least. Far left, right wing, Islamist, centrist, all over the map ideologically. That just tends to be a shaky mix, to say the least. But what they want to do also in terms of, hey, let's get sworn in as soon as possible. And there are some rumblings, by the way, out of Israel that Wednesday, June 9th, may be the day they are sworn in, possibly. Um, But what they want to do is stop Netanyahu, quite frankly, because Bibi has time here to try and help unravel this coalition and pluck away some of the right-wing politicians who are in it. I'm thinking of the Yamina party led by Naftali Bennett. More on him in a minute. You have the New Hope party also, and you have the Blue and White party as a more center-right party, but there are politicians in that coalition that Netanyahu and his camp uh, from the Likud party, they're looking at it and saying, hey, maybe we can kind of take some of those guys away from the coalition, and then the coalition unravels before it gets sworn in. Politics is a dirty game. My friend Joel Rosenberg, best-selling author, wrote yesterday that Israeli politics is a blood sport. Uh, It's hard to argue with that. I think all politics these days in particular are pretty nasty, but that's the situation right now. But if this coalition is sworn in, Benjamin Netanyahu will move into the opposition leading the Likud party, which is the strongest and most popular party in Israel. They won 30 seats in this most recent round of Israeli elections, more than any other party. But at the end of the day, Bibi could not form a coalition that would enable him to pass that magic number, 61 seats, in the Israeli Knesset. Naftali Bennett of the Yamina party, now that's a right-wing party, he would serve for the first two years in this coalition as prime minister. The next two years would be Yair Lapid, who is center-left leader of the Yesh Atid party. So a rotating premiership, pretty interesting situation there. Now, you might say this is a good thing, and now we'll get into what Israel's enemies are thinking, by the way. Let's segue into that. You might be looking at that and say, hey, that's a good thing. Natali Bennett is right-wing. He's strong on security. Hey, Bibi was known as Mr. Security, right, during his time as prime minister. You would think Bennett would keep that ball rolling in terms of strong security for the state of Israel. And he says, look, all the right things, and he's got the right views uh, on the Iran nuclear program, Hamas, and all the rest, for sure. Doesn't diverge much from Bibi in that sense. But you got to remember, folks, he's got this coalition that may be nipping at his heels a bit, And he may want to do one thing when it comes to Iran or Hezbollah or Hamas, but his coalition partners might say, no, we don't want you to do that. We disagree, especially these left-wing parties that he is partnering with now. And what happens then? If Bennett sticks to his guns, says, no way, I'm the prime minister, this is what I want to do, these left-wing parties say, no, don't do it. 
then that coalition could unravel quite quickly and we could see a fifth election in Israel. I know it's hard to believe, but that's how it works. These coalitions are very fragile when there are differing ideologies partnering together, and there's a good chance that could happen uh, to this latest coalition. I would not be surprised, folks, if this new government is tested early on, uh, perhaps not, maybe not directly by Iran, but by the proxies. Hamas, Palestinian Islamic Jihad, Hezbollah, even the Houthis in Yemen, the situation in Syria with Iran and Hezbollah attempting to establish a beachhead there at Israel's northern doorstep, there could be testing. Uh, This is how it goes. It certainly has happened with the Biden White House over the past few months. Everyone from China to Russia to North Korea to Iran has certainly been testing, and the response has not been strong by the new U.S. administration. The Middle East is a very dangerous neighborhood with a whole lot of neighborhood bullies. And Israel, this new government, will be tested, bank on it. If and when this new government is sworn in, Iran and its proxies may smell blood, not because Naftali Bennett is weak, but because, look, it's transitional, it's kind of an uncertain time, it's a new government, they haven't gotten their feet on the ground yet, really. That could be the perfect time for Israel's enemies to, let's say, probe. So keep a close eye on that. I think another interesting take this week was from an Israeli security expert who said, look, the recent war against Hamas was very likely the last one front, single front war that Israel will fight, meaning in the future. And we've talked about this many times here in the Watchman newscast, the entire ring of fire that the Iranian regime employs that encircles Israel, not only Gaza, but Hezbollah to the north in Lebanon, the Houthis to the south in Yemen, Iraqi Shia militias in Iraq and Syria, all of them could activate against Israel in the next war. And obviously the big fish there and the most lethal threat is posed by Hezbollah. One last thing, the Houthis in Yemen are more and more aiming their rhetoric against Israel and they have a growing arsenal of attack drones and ballistic missiles that they are using on a daily basis against Saudi Arabia, and they're making a lot of noise. The leader of the Houthis in particular, an Iran proxy, Iranian proxy in Yemen, about attacking Israel. More and more of their rhetoric is aimed at Israel. So you see synergy in the messaging between Iran and its various proxies in the region. We will continue to keep a very close eye on this situation for you throughout the weekend. Again, those meetings of the party heads of this Change Coalition taking place Sunday night. Jonathan Kahn, right here on Monday, June 7th. You will not want to miss that. And some very special on-the-ground reports from a very special location coming to you very soon right here on the Watchman Newscast. Hey, continue to pray for the peace of Jerusalem, for wisdom and discernment for Israel's leaders, no matter who it ends up being. Prayers for strength and clarity for Israel's leadership Have a great weekend until Monday. Who knows what will happen over the weekend, maybe sooner. But until next time, we'll just say, God bless you. And remember, never hold your peace.